Hello, this is Meg. I wanted to make a quick announcement before we begin today's show. With all the challenges that are facing us, times can feel really overwhelming. And I think when times feel overwhelming is a great time for us to pull together. And in that vein, I've decided to do a weekly Facebook Live at 9 a.m. Central Time on the Star Coach Facebook page so that I can answer your questions and we can talk about how to be our best in the face of crisis, how we continue to bring coaching impact to the world, particularly for those of you who are still in training or new as coaches and you have those questions that are natural at that time. And yet you might feel like, wow, how can I ask those questions in the face of all this crisis? Well, I want to give you a space to ask those questions. So join me every Wednesday, 9 a.m. Central Time on the Star Coach Facebook page. We'll put a link for that at starcoachshow.com. Join me, bring your questions. Let's talk. Let's be our best in the face of this chaos. Be well, and let's go to today's show. You are listening to The Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 177. The first thing for coaches that are trying to figure out what they want to do is to understand that as a coach, one of the most important things we have is the intellectual property that we create. And so I think it's thinking through what are the tools, what are the resources that we can bring to our clients to make it so that if they have a discretionary decision between working with us and not working with us, what is the content that we have that helps to make sure that they need us to stay part of their team in the immediate future and then hopefully for the foreseeable future as well. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, Take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hey there, welcome to the Star Coach Show. I'm your host, Meg Rinchler, executive and mentor coach and coach educator. And I want to thank you for being here so that we can all learn and grow together in this very difficult time. We are currently facing unprecedented challenges in our communities, in our nation, in the world, as the coronavirus is creating the necessity to change the way that we do things. And it's going to impact all of us as human beings as business owners, as community members, on how we work together to battle this foe that is challenging us and and threatening us, and at the same time, continue to bring that which coaches bring to impact the world, ways to partner with our clients to be their best in the face of challenges, to hold up a space that is unique to what we do. And when I was preparing for the ongoing shows that I do, I was having an exploratory call with a potential guest. 
when I have somebody who wants to be on the show, we meet first to talk about whether they are a good fit for all of you and to determine talking points so that we can have a crisp, clear interview for you. And so I was doing an exploratory call with a guest who was anticipating being on actually doing his interview in April. And when I met with Jonathan this week, we decided within the first couple minutes of our exploratory call to go ahead and do the interview because I believe he has information that is going to be helpful for you in the here and now. As we noted in the title of today's show, one of Jonathan's messages in responding to a recession is to move faster, to make decisions more quickly and to be responsive to that which is being put in front of us. So in that vein of moving faster, we went ahead and jumped right into the interview. Now, Jonathan has written a book, Rock the Recession, How Successful Leaders Prepare for, Thrive During, and Create Wealth After Downturns. This is a relatively new book. It just came out in September of 2019 and is an Amazon best, number one bestseller. Jonathan now coaches high growth leadership teams across the United States. He has a copyrighted program, Entrepreneurial Operating System, which is also known as Traction. And his specialty for us today is looking at how do we as business owners respond when crises hit and if those crises create a recession. He's going to talk to us about black swan events and how they can come up at any time. And that certainly happened for all of us now. This interview might be a little hard to hear. It might offer some strategies that feel difficult to swallow or to handle. And I just want you to take what you can from this interview, apply it, think about it, and explore how you want to show up at your best in the midst of the chaos and the crisis that we're experiencing right now. Know that one of the ways that we can get through things together is by supporting one another and this podcast will continue to come out and do that for you as as we move forward. So let's go ahead and go to my interview with author Jonathan Slane. Jonathan, welcome to the Star Coach Show. Thanks for doing this so quickly with me to meet the needs. Of course. I mean, right now is unprecedented times in our country, indeed in the world. So glad to be able to be here so we can get all the, the coaches that you work with and that are out in our audience some counsel on what to do right now. Exactly. Isn't it interesting the way that things come together? We had been communicating and thought maybe we'd get together in April and do an interview, and then life happened, and we decided let's just get this out there for your great content to be able to help people respond to the kinds of things that are happening to their businesses, and I think to their nerves, to their feelings. Let's try to give some tools and and help respond to that. For sure. Yeah, I think uh, part of 
the whole idea with Rock the Recession is that we never know where the next recession is coming from. So one of the thoughts in the book is that there's these black swan events. And so it may be that a recession is caused by an industry failing, or it could be that something like the terrorist attacks 9-11 caused us to go into a downturn. Or even in, in recent memory, there's the H1N1 virus, the swine flu. And there was also, back 100 years ago, we had the Spanish flu. And so all we know is that there's always going to be black swan events. So you always, as a business owner, as a coach, as a leader, just need to be prepared to rock the recession. So tell me this, what led you into this work yourself? Yeah, so what was going on in my life is back in the Great Recession, I owned gyms, you know, fitness businesses. In the Great Recession, when that hit, I wasn't prepared. And so, you know, owned a gym business, didn't think through that fitness is a highly discretionary service. So we did a lot of personal training. Mm -hmm. That was the vast majority of our revenue. And in a recession situation, people may still want to work out, but they don't necessarily need a personal trainer, which is why I was so excited to be on your show and to get this done because in a recession, People still may run their businesses. They still need to be CEO of their lives, but they may not be willing to pay for a coach. Coaches suddenly feel discretionary. If we're looking at our our spreadsheet, that might be an item, line item that we take off. And that's obviously going to impact this audience. Correct. And if it comes down to... I'm guessing most of the people that are getting coaching probably aren't down to making a decision between food and a coach. But as you start to think through some of the other discretionary expenses that they might have, that's where we need to make sure that the content that the coaches have is strong enough to justify making the coach the last thing to go when it comes to maybe between like, do I have the coach or do I have a housekeeper? So I think those are some of the decisions that are a lot more what we're really dealing with than coach or food. And in that, what are some of the things that we want to think about? Um, We were talking about, there's a couple things in that, obviously, being face-to-face with our clients right there, that's going to be something that's impacted immediately. What are some of the decisions that you think the audience needs to be paying attention to and how they need to be flexible and agile in this economy right now? Yeah. So I think the first thing is that I want people to move faster. I think, you know, it's in Rock the Recession, which is the book that I put out that we're the reason we're even here. We talk about the stages of grief. So at first, when you've got a crisis like this, something scary in your life that you're panicking over, the coronavirus is an excellent proxy for it. You go through the phases of grief. You go through denial. You go through shock, you go through bargaining, and eventually you work through those seven phases of grief and you get to acceptance where you can move on. I just want everybody in the audience to move more quickly through those phases, more quickly than I did during the Great Recession. Because the longer you spend in denial, the longer you spend in shock, the less of an opportunity that you're going to have to move your business forward and to move your clients forward. And so for me, one, yeah, so um, hopefully you agree with that. But one of the things that I was telling you before we started recording is that I took my guest room yesterday in my house 
And I turned it into a makeshift studio. Immediately. You knew that things were coming. So it's like, do it now. Overnight, transformed my guest room. We took out the bed. We put the mattress in the basement. And then now I've got lights. I've got a professional microphone. I've got a professional camera so that if we want to, we can quickly do these podcast interviews. So that, and I'm also getting interest in um, doing more TV spots and so need to be set up. But for my clients, it allows me to maintain a face-to-face contact with them Mm -hmm. that I think is so critical, especially during these dark times. So important. And whether it is for the audience here, you might be transitioning from doing a live facilitation or a live training to offering to come across via the web. I know that I've got a child in college. He is now being sent home for two weeks of spring break instead of one week of spring break. And then they're going all online after that. Every organization has to be somewhat agile to figure out what to do in this situation. What other things should we be thinking about, Jonathan? Yeah. So I think the the first thing for coaches that are trying to figure out uh, what they want to do is to understand that as a coach, one of the most important things we have is the intellectual property that we create. And so I think it's thinking through what are the tools, what are the resources that we can bring to our clients to make it so that if they have a discretionary decision between working with us and not working with us, what is the content that we have that helps to make sure that they need us to stay part of their team in the immediate future and then hopefully for the foreseeable future as well. So that's a big part of it. And I think coaches that may do sales training right now or may do marketing Mm -hmm. need to think through what that can look like. And so I'm not saying everybody needs to become a recession expert, but so for one example, I was thinking about you and the show and thinking about marketing. Mm -hmm. So what typically happens in a recession, and we know this from studying past recessions, is that most businesses, most leaders want to cut their marketing expenditure. They want to turtle up and they want to survive and they want to start to cut expenses. But conversely, the businesses that do best in a recession are the ones that spend on marketing because you actually get a much higher ROI. The vast majority of businesses stop marketing. They're not on TV. They're not in newspapers. They don't want to pay for it. They don't want to pay for as much online social. So if you do have the intestinal fortitude to keep going, then you actually get a much higher ROI because the pricing comes down because there's less competition for that marketing space and time. So as a coach... One is to be able to bring to your audience information like that, to let them know that you've done your homework, that you've read the academic research, that you understand that contrary advice. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing as a coach is to come alongside them and to support them. Because even if you know that logically, it's still hard to pull the trigger and to invest when everybody else is cashing out and running the opposite direction. So good. And For those people who are executive coaches or coaching small businesses, how can you make what you do so valuable that it it doesn't make sense? It's counterintuitive to let go of you instead of keeping you as a partner in this process. But to your point, Jonathan, it's scary for business owners, for all of our clients to think about, is this something I want to continue to invest in? Yeah, for I think that's a great point. I think like part of it 
for me is that I've changed my stance to be more directive right now. So, you know, I do the majority of my business is really consulting and not Mm -hmm. what I would call coaching. But along the way, I guess I do coach. And my stance has become more directive, meaning I'm telling people more what I think that they should do instead of asking questions. So I understand that philosophically, it's better if I ask every leader I work with a series of questions and let them get there on their own. Mm-hmm. But right now, we're in wartime, you know, and we don't have as much time to let people get there on their own. I think that they maybe want more of a consigliere than they do a coach at this point. So I think for everybody in the audience, mm-hmm. you can think through what approach you want if you want to maybe sharpen your tone. Because right now I can tell you that my clients want tactical advice. They don't want philosophical. They don't want to think through. They just want to be told what they can do to keep moving forward and to have that voice sitting on their shoulder to help provide that. I think that's probably controversial for some of the audience. It's sort of a counter to to sort of coaching philosophy. And at the same time, Direct communication is very much a part of what we do as coaches and how we do that in such a way that we respect the wholeness of our clients as well. Exactly. So what other, what other advice or just sort of, I guess, life vest, what other life vest would you give in the state of what's going on right now for our listeners to be thinking about as small business owners, as well as that they're trying to meet the needs of their clients who might be in crisis as well. Perfect. So for me, it's the emergency break. And what I mean by emergency break is in the book, we talk through every company, whether you're a solopreneur or you're a fortune 500 needs to have an emergency break. I recommend you think of it as a four-tiered plan. So say that right now you're a coach and you're used to, in your coaching practice, you have $300,000 a year in coaching income, in coaching Mm -hmm. revenue. Mm -hmm. Say it dropped to $250,000. What would you cut in terms of expenses to make sure that you still stay profitable, still stay afloat at that $250,000 level? Say that you saw, and so that would be tier one. Okay. Tier two, let's say that now your revenue is down to 200,000. You get enough cancellations, a third of your business drops off. What expense cuts would you make at that point? And the same thing for a third tier. And say your fourth tier is your catastrophic tier, where you go from a $300,000 income to 100,000 or to 50,000, whatever. You you need to adjust the numbers for you so that you're comfortable. But what would those cuts be? I want you to make them now in the cool, rational light of day instead of in the heat of the night, instead of when you're emotional, just trying to figure out what you're going to do when you don't even want to get out of bed anymore. If you've got that four-tiered plan now and you know how you're going to measure it, then you can just execute. You know, you can say, look, I had 20 clients that I was coaching. I said when I got down to 15, these were the things I would cut. And then you just make those cuts and you keep moving forward. Like when I said I got down to 12 clients out of 20, these are the cuts I would make. You make them and you move forward. I just want us all to have a plan that we can, you know, put it behind glass. If you get there, you go to the glass, you calmly break it, you take it out and you execute your plan. And if you're coaching a business owner, a CEO, a leader of a $100 million company, I have a leader of a $300 million company. I'll be on the phone with this afternoon. It's the same counsel. 
It's the same thing. Four-tiered plan at each of those different levels, what would you cut and in what order? If you are larger than a solopreneur, then Mm -hmm. you also have to figure out what employees will you let go of? You know, who's going to be laid off in what order so that it's unemotional instead of making decisions based on whoever happens to be in your office when you need to figure out what you're going to do. So all of these tough decisions need to be made when we are as far away from panic as possible, because that's when we make the clearer decisions. We don't want to make decisions out of fear or scarcity. We want to make them as logical as possible. Exactly. And Meg, I just want, I know it's an iterative process. So if you could just today get it down on paper and then iteratively, as you have time, go back, improve it, figure it out. I know that right now we're taping this with the coronavirus looming over all of us. I understand that things change massively from every 24-hour period right now. Mm-hmm. Again, for me, it's just the audience just taking a calm hour to just get something down on paper. This exercise doesn't have to take a day. Just get started. And again, a lot of those tools and stuff are all on the website as well. Right. And you also mentioned that you had a workbook and you're offering a discount to our audience, which I appreciate. So we will have that available in the show notes so that if you want to access a workbook to really help you zero in on the kinds of tips and strategies that Jonathan is sharing, he's generously shared a link with us for a discount on that. You know, really appreciate it. All right. The website is recession.com. Yes, Meg, that really is the website. But again, for me, the vast majority of my income is from working directly with clients, not from the book, not from the workbook. So happy for everybody listening to go get a copy of either or both. And then it's a great resource that I think that all coaches can use with their clients to be able to offer them something of value while they're trying to figure out how to move forward right now. So it's got in the workbook is all the instructions for creating an emergency break. I'm happy for your audience to use that to hopefully help others Mm -hmm. save their businesses. Because again, the whole point here is that affects a lot of people, a lot of employees that will need a secure source of income going forward. Well, and I love those kinds of resources that we can use for ourselves and our own businesses. And then we can also bring those forward to help our clients get some foundation under them, get, you know, a stopgap to any panic that might be going on for them. Yeah, I completely agree. Part of it too, is that even if you're coaching businesses that are counter cyclical, that are not hurt by this recession, it's useful for all businesses because agnostic of whether or not it's a recession caused by the economy or it's just a recession in your business. Like Meg, think through like if you lose your largest client, mm-hmm. for a lot of businesses, you're in a recession. Or exactly. like if what if your three best employees leave? Like if you've got a, a bigger coaching business and your three best coaches leave and they go start their own business and compete with you, you're in a recession. So all those different ideas can lead you into a downturn, regardless of what's going on in the greater economy. And it's really the same advice. Absolutely. And I've worked with many coaches or know of many coaches who might have one major client and a lot of eggs in one basket. And when that basket breaks, it doesn't matter if we're, you know, soaring as a national economy, 
you are hurting. So having the tips and strategies that Jonathan's talking about to leverage your business and and to rock your own businesses is super important. Agreed. And that's really a lot of the book, Meg, is not doom and gloom. It's called Rock the Recession because we want coaches, all business owners, business leaders to kill it when they see these once every 10-year opportunities. And that's the way that I look at recessions. There is massive opportunity right now. So as a coach, it's thinking through, maybe right now, it's really hard to keep things going because when there's this much panic, it's probably going to be hard for clients to keep pulling the trigger with a coach. I completely get that. Then it needs to be thinking about, though, how are you going to rock the recovery? So when people are back in the market, how can you position yourself as the coach that can help them to really take their business to the next level coming out of recovery instead of maybe being the coach that helps them during these recessionary times that we're about to see? And so that might be part of it too. So if you're in the audience and you're rolling your eyes thinking, this isn't helping me, all my clients are still um, going on hiatus and turtling up. It's your opportunity to think through and plan out how you can be relevant when we get past all this craziness. And there might very well be hard times between now and then, yet how are you positioning yourself to bring value, to meet where your clients need to be to help them come back out again when they're in a place of saying, okay, I can take a breath and I want to engage in a partnership again. Exactly. Exactly. Beautiful. Anything else that you want us to be aware of as we think about quickly responding, creating a plan, and ultimately setting ourselves up for success moving forward? Yeah. So the first place that I would start, Meg, is on recession.com, there's a free assessment. And I've put together 20 questions along with my co-author that in five minutes will let you get your recession readiness score. And so for the coaches, they can go on, you answer the 20 questions, and then you'll get a score from zero to 100. If you get a zero, that means you're not at all prepared. If you get 100, it means you should be looking forward to the next recession. Once you have your score, that should give you a good baseline for where you are right now. And then you'll be able to start to take action on bringing the things that you're not doing so well, the questions that you're red on, up to the yellow level, and the yellows up to the green level so that you are prepared to rock the rest of this recession or perhaps the next one. And then we've got a whole bunch of thoughts and tips on how you can improve your score and really make sure that you're ready and prepared. I think it'll help the audience to think through like, so for the coaches, like what are you doing right now to prepare to be able to acquire another coaching business? So maybe there's another coach out there that decides they don't want to go through this recession, that they would much rather just have another coach take over their clients, that they're just done. But you have to make sure that you're lined up, that you're having the right conversations now so that when they decide to just take down their shingle, maybe you can be one of their first calls. Maybe you can pick up their book of business. Maybe you can revenue share with them to make that an appealing option for them. I think this recession may bring coaches a big opportunity Because there are a lot of people that are going to decide they were just waiting to retire until the next big thing hit, and now they're done. So I've been accused of being opportunistic before. That's okay. I just want coaches to be solution providers. Mm -hmm. And so there's big opportunities coming with this recession, as well as some tough times. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for being immediately available. This was 
not actually on our books. We just made it happen. And as I mentioned, we will have links for Jonathan's website where that assessment is, a coupon code so that you can access the workbook if you find that helpful, both for yourself and for the clients that you are working with during this time. And Jonathan, I really appreciate you bringing your expertise forward. All right, cool. Just rock on, Meg. Rock on. I know that that was a lot of information, a lot of things to think about. I want to thank Jonathan for being so agile to be able to just jump right into the interview with me today so that we could bring you this food for thought and things to determine how you want to continue to show up. And hopefully, we can all operate as our best in this difficult time. If you'd like to know more about the resources that Jonathan was discussing, go to starcoachshow.com. Episode 177 show notes are going to have the link to his website, recession.com. There's a coupon code there for 30% off of the products that he offers, as well as social links to be able to connect with Jonathan. Know that as we move forward, you are on my heart, in my mind, and I am sending you my very best. When we think about how we show up in hard times, that's one of the things that we as coaches know how to do. We know how to get beyond the blocks. We help our clients do that. That's something that we might need to help one another do as well. So be aware that I have many shows lined up to come out. The the response from the coaching world and really seasoned coaches to reach out and say, I want to help in this time. I want to bring this information forward. It's been amazing. I've got some amazing interviews lined up. I can't wait to share those with you. So come back again next week. This is a way that we can all stay connected and we can share and grow and learn even as we're hunkered down in our homes and doing our best not to spread the virus. So until next week, this is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for your coaching success.